This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. Hello, I'm James Hook, and today I'm with uh, Jill Gordon-Smith, and um, we've come to a we've come to do an outside broadcast in the fabulous uh, Mill Block. We're in the Mill Block. Um, this this block is actually I, I was told it was a Thomas Hardy block. Original. Oh, one of the original, and it's absolutely yeah. stunning view, and it's a beautiful day in the Vale today. Yeah. So in front of us, we got some green ash. We have indeed, and uh, I wanted to ask you some questions this morning, James, about um, biosecurity. I know that that's a great topic. Um, you and I have talked about that uh, previously, so we thought we'd probably record something. Um, it's probably not the first thing that someone who is a wine fan or someone who's working in the industry would think of, like biosecurity. I mean, what, what's that got to do with anything? Well, when we think about the number of visitors we have in the region and things like the Tour Down Under, which bring in a lot of uh, people to the region and other large events, how do we maintain biosecurity but still keep our visitors happy because people love to go into vineyards they want to take photos of vines and be involved in it so what are some of the steps that we can do to really ensure that we can keep our vineyards safe uh, well vine health australia they've put a lot of emphasis in, in i guess in you know visitor experiences so trying to give people who come to wine country a good good experience um, and they've actually set up um, angoves as a model cellar door um, so Angoves, uh, and also I think Wirrawira is actually a really good example of a cellar door because um, they've set up viewing platforms, specialist photography areas, things that are like allow yeah, allow visitors to get an experience of the vineyard, but but are not actually going into the vineyard. So you're controlling the experience, but still allowing them to have that experience. Yeah, it, I guess you're, you're controlling access to your. Um, to your site. Um, as, as you, I'll, I'll just give you a little anecdote. Um, I went to a wedding at Longview up at Macclesfield, which is a yeah, wonderful location. And um, another uh, of the another of the relatives there was um, Ashley Ratcliffe, who's famous for um, Ricotera. Yes, in the Riverland. In the Riverland, and he, there's no one who knows more about vines and biosecurity than Ashley. And so Ashley was in this photo and I was in this photo and we were you know, positioning, but we, we were not going to go into the vineyard, you know, because we know. And one of the waiting staff came up and said, oh, just letting you know, you know, please treat the vineyard like a work site and, you know, don't go in and in it because it's a work site, it's a working. And I thought, what a great explanation. It's a pretty good explanation because it is. It, it is a work site um, and people need to be really aware that it isn't just a playground. No, if I go and visit, a, you know, a factory, I don't expect to be able to oh, post for some photos by the lathe or anything, you know. <laughs> no, definitely not. So what are some of the uh, issues that you think some of the biggest issues with biosecurity in the region? Well, actually, I think we're the biggest issue, Jill. You and I and people of our ilk and everyone who works in the industry. Because while we get really angsty about tourists taking their happy snaps, um they're a lower risk than what the industry is to itself. That's a really interesting comment. So can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Well, it, it's, it reminds me of the one of the first AIDS adverts. Just just hear me out. Hear me okay, because I'm old enough to remember yeah, that. Well, I, I remember them too. Imagine being like 12 and you're like, whoa. But, so everyone scary. remembers the Grim Reaper the Grim AIDS Reaper. advert. Yes. But there was another one that like showed, 
it was like think who you're really sleeping with. Oh, in the beds. It was all these beds. The yeah. beds. And yeah. so for the benefit of anyone who can't think what I'm talking about, um, uh, it was just saying, you know, uh, it was just imagining how many beds you were really sleeping in so, if you were having unprotected sex. So. Yeah, so you have to go back a little way. And I think we're the same with vineyards. So okay. if we were to go and walk out into this vineyard that we're in now, um, how many vineyards are we really bringing with, a, with, a, with us into that vineyard? Okay, so I could think, because I travel quite a lot, especially overseas, and probably in the last... Last visit I did, I would have been in about 15 vineyards. Then come yeah. back to South Australia and then been probably in McLarenville in about six vineyards. Yeah. Now, you'd usually think you'd be safe if you travelled from overseas and come out into a vineyard. Because it's, it's not 24 hours, it's usually a few days until you get back. Absolutely, because and walking through vineyards, probably collecting a little bit of soil, I would have cleaned my shoes when I got home, hopefully. Yeah. But how long, okay, so how long can something last in, say, dirt in your shoes? Well, phylloxera, which is the thing we're really concerned about, but it could also be, a, you could have an exotic weed in your shoe as well, or something like that. Okay, didn't think about that. Yeah. Or seeds. Or, or seeds of something, yeah, that we don't want to have. Um, that can, well, phylloxera, they think, can last 30 days in soil. I'm kidding, 30 days yeah. in soil. I, I really wouldn't have thought that, 30 days. So if you've been travelling... In Europe, walk, you, you walk around vineyards Which in I Europe. I have been, walk, definitely. I know you, you do that all the time. If you were wearing the same, if you took had some soil on your boots. Well, I use the same boots constantly. In theory, you could, you could actually have spread something if you'd been in a month. That's really quite frightening. Yeah. yeah. Because and, I don't think any of us really think about that. And even on your incoming passenger card. It, it says, have you been on a farm in the last six weeks? Is it that long? Six yeah. weeks. Yeah. It, but it doesn't say, have you been on a vineyard? I've always wondered why it doesn't sort of in brackets say vineyard, wine farm, and be really specific. So, we, I mean, we're in the vineyard now. Um, we're not. We're parked on the side of it, not actually gone in it. No. So I've got my, I've got my car here as well. Well, this car's, been in, this car's been in 15 vineyards already this week. Okay, and so yeah. someone like you being a viticulturist, yeah. you're going to be in a lot more vineyards yeah. than, than I am. You're travelling constantly across the region yeah. and across regions. Yeah, I go to Langlong Creek, Adelaide Hills um, weekly as well. So yeah. how do you manage that? Um, I, yeah, I think you have to, I, like I have to act like I'm one of those, I have to act like I'm a disease source, just I'm aware of it. Um, I mean, you're not, you're not expecting me to, you know, strip off and change all my clothes and have and things like that, yeah. But I have to, I have to consider. You know, I'm actually at risk, so I've got to make sure I don't take my 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 car into a vineyard, um, physically into it. I, I stay on headlands, preferably if there's um, preferably if there's asphalt and things like that. Stay on that. Um, use a few different pairs of boots as well. Okay, so yeah. you, so you actually have to be mindful and keep this in the back yeah. of your mind, because if you're not mindful, you could. Um, Hypothetically, they talk about clean in and clean out. Okay. So clean when you leave a vineyard, clean when you go into the vineyard. Just keep that in your mind and, and, and make sure that anyone who's entering your vineyard is clean when they come in. And as you said, it's we do have a lot of tourists coming to the region and we want them to come because it's great for our you know, sustainability long term and that's what wine's all about. But we are the biggest risk, which that's the thing... 
for me that is is really quite profound. Yeah, the industry is the biggest risk to itself because I I think a really good recent example is there never used to be downy mildew in Western Australia until quite recently, but there is now. And they had to get there somehow. How did that get there? Yeah, and it it could have been planting material, so someone importing stock. You ever been tempted to or had anyone ask you about importing stock, say, from Italy or No, but I do know um, a few Italians that would think wouldn't think to us about I won't that. ask you any questions. Don't ask me any questions, no. but no, yeah. I haven't. But I'm sure in the you know, not too distant past there's a lot of, you know, vines that come into Australia and we really don't know how they get there. I mean we have things like charmers and the nurseries that um, propagate vines that we can purchase. But how many just came in? Well, in the past, a lot. In the past, yeah. a lot. In people's someone's suitcase or someone's uncle that brought it in. Yeah. No, that's how that's how all diseases here to begin with that came in. Yeah. Most yeah, of the time, it was before they understood about quarantine and about the problems yeah. involved. But when, but when, um, yeah, when uh, downy mildew got to Western Australia, it had to happen somehow. Because yeah. we have quite strict laws between states. Yeah, yeah, and again, Vine Health Australia is a great resource for that. Um, I don't expect someone who's just a casual wine fan to understand more than, hey, just don't go into vineyards. But if someone who's in the industry, there is, there's every resource you could want there and you can have a look at it. So, and all of this information is free, it's available? It's free, yeah, widely available. And you can ask questions anonymously? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vine Health Australia is also running... Um, a free um, education course for sellers. So if you're running a sellador and you want to have these sort of visitor access um, issues uh, understood, you can register for it. Is there anyone in particular we should contact about that? Because that sounds like a really good idea. Well, I think the, the easiest thing to do, and it goes if you have any questions, is um, you'll hear a voice at the beginning and the ending of, the, of these podcasts. And that's Rachel Williams from Great Wine and Tourism. Okay. Um, you can contact her. She's grower at mclarenvale.info or you can visit the mclarenvale.info site and she'll be more than happy to, to pass on your details to Vine Health Australia. You can also go straight to Vine Health Australia. Um, that, at the moment, they uh, um, you can contact them through there. I think it's vinehealthaustralia.com.au. That's some really good resources and information about resources you've given us there. Thanks for bringing me to the vineyard today. No, it's it's a nice day for it. So it yeah, perfect yeah. day. So as long as we don't go in there and start, you know, banging our shoes out without cleaning them. Thanks for that, John. It's all right. Thank you. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLarenvale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLarenvale Wine Region.